Hello. Hello. What's going on? Dude, this read AI thing, it's really good. Even though I cancelled my account, I still get an email from it that summarizes the entire episode and it puts it on our, our website. Well, I put it on it's the website. Fr- it's free real estate. Yeah. So um, if anyone listens to the pod and wants a full description of what happens, I always copy and paste that onto the blog post on bossandthebrewer.com. Excellent. It's probably because we're, we we spruik it and it's getting free advertising. Yeah, it could be. It could be. <laughs> you got a beer? I do. I've got a very special beer, actually. I'm going to get my schooner glass out. Give me one second. Which sort of schooner? South Australian, Queensland, or Brewdog? Oh, fucking Brewdog, Brewdog of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. What's happening? I've got a beer. Yeah. Look at this. Wait, 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 wait. Be still, be still. Nice. Love that. Oh, one in a melon. Yeah. This is, okay. I went to hike at a brewing company last Saturday night. Oh, yeah. The steak uh, thing? The steak thing, the waggy thing. Interesting. With, um, with Steve Stephen Keating, who's one of my students from last year, from Charlie's Creek uh, Wagyu and Camping Ground out in Chinchilla. And um, always out to go and support my uh, students in their endeavours after they finish the course and that sort of thing. <laughs> Steve and I have a very tumultuous relationship. I'm a bit of a bastard in the brewery. Those who've studied under me know that I'm a bit of a bastard in the brewery. Not on purpose, just to just you know to give the real world experience and you know being a commercial brewer and that sort of thing. When you graduate, you put in the hard work. Then we're good mates, you know. Right. And um, and so um, yeah, Stephen's got the he's building a brewery out in Chinchilla. And he's got a Wagyu farm and it's all sustainable and carbon neutral. He's aiming for it to be carbon neutral and all that sort of stuff. And man, it was fascinating. And um it was so a he's currently mistake. got a Wagyu farm and he wanted to get into brewery, yes. so that's why he did the call. He's bought a brewery, he's got a brewery, he's building it, he's got all wow. the kit. And um, he just can't build it at the moment because he can't get the trades out to go to Chin- Chinchilla. Holy I'm shit. Head retention on that. Look at the head retention on that. That's a fucking dirty ass glass. It's got brilliant head retention. Nice. Um, I'm looking at chinchilla. Mm. I don't think I've ever been there. I've been at yeah, and I yeah, that's fucking nice. Oh my god. Good. That's fucking amazing. I don't normally yes. drink sours, but that's fucking amazing. Wow. Holy shit. Thirst quenching melon sour. Fucking hell. Wow, that's blown my mind. Wow. What's the ABV <laughs> on that thing? I don't know. I can't read. My eyes, are, my eyes have rolled in the back of my head. 1.2 standos. It's the perfect number. Mm. <laughs> that's good. So that's about what? Four, four and a half, four and a half, half percent. percent. Nice. Fuck. That's amazing. Brewed at Helios. So unbelievable. Wow, that's fucking amazing. Wow. I'm digging that. I don't drink sours a lot, but that's fucking delicious. Nice. It looks good in the glass, too. Hmm. Hmm. I got a gold medal at the Queensland Awards, too. Solid. Hmm. Phil's in um, um, Phil's in actual Kokoda at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, he's gone to Papua New Guinea. He's actually tour guiding uh, oh. Kokoda this year. So three weeks, I think he's over there. And Jesus. I'm going next year. You want to go next year? Uh, yeah, you have to tell me a bit more. I did the Gold Coast one, but I don't think it's the same, is it? 
it's a little more up and downhill. I saw that I did the Gold Coast one last year. How was that? Well, I'll be 100% honest. The night before, I had probably one and a half bottles of wine, if not more. Because good preparation, but not for not a very very good reason, other than I have a habit of doing that before big occasions, and I didn't exercise at all. How long was that walk? And I didn't I didn't train. I did I did one walk in the Narang like velodrome area to be like mm-hmm. get a feel for it. So I was fucking worried. Um, I did the forty eight k. So you can, you can do the ninety six k, I think. But you have in to a like, day, you, it's it's like overnight. You start. You start early in the morning, like ten o'clock, and you walk up and down hills and shit. It was fucking awesome. And then, and then you, the last walk is pitch black, and you finish like in the middle of the night. Hmm. Um, and I'll be honest with you, it was pretty fucking easy. I won't lie. Mm. It wasn't mm. that hard. I did not find it that hard. Okay, fair enough. Well, um, let's do the real thing next year. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it was, it was like, it was towards the end. It was boring because it was long. Yeah. Like towards the end, you're just walking through the Narang, this road in the back of Narang, like yeah, for hours and hours. So it was boring, but it, it was. I thought I would die, and I got to the end. Yes. And I was like, you know what? I feel good that I did it, but it wasn't the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Yes. So I think I think I did the, like the entry level one, whatever the fucking real one is. Must be a fuckload harder than that. Yes. Okay. Well, um, have you done, you it? Have you done the the Gold Coast one? No, I, I I would like to go do the real one. The real one, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I think um, um, I think it'd be good fun to. Um, I always wanted to do it when my old man was alive, mm. um, you know, and he got too old to do it because he was an old man. Yeah, and so. Um, but I would definitely love to do it. Was he, uh, was he involved in the, the, uh, was he a veteran or? Yeah. Vietnam veteran. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah that's, mate, that's he was 21, 21 years in the army. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Look at this. I'm, I'm just on Phil's, um, Facebook Dakota spirit group. Just competed there. Give me a link, Phil. What are you doing? Cause, cause don't you have to donate to this thing? Fucking I hell. don't know. You better mate. I'm, I'm on his Facebook trying to work out where he is and get a link to get some more information. All I can see is like thongs and a rattenhund and fucking that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's all he does. Drinks a lot of beer. Yeah. And, and anyway, it was a bloody before that. I, I'm I'm keen to do it. I, I've been meaning to do it for, for fucking years. And I, I think um I think if I get myself fit over the next year. I think it's worth doing before I get too old because an old man. So this is a so so it's a ninety six. So it's the ninety six. Well, why don't you at least do the Gold Coast one? That's a fucking easy. They do it over four days. I think it's it's right here. It's convenient. They do the ninety six k's over four days. Yeah, but why don't you do the why don't you do the Gold Coast one just as like a way to prepare for? When is that? Well, I think it's now. It's like happening. It happens at the same time. Well. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm spitting my own ideas. Ninety six k is a long fucking way. Like I, I got to the end of forty eight, and I was like, some of these dudes that were doing ninety six were like sprinting past us. Like, these dudes are like proper fit, like crazy shit. Yeah, but forty eight k one was not that bad. 
I did a hike out at Springbrook. Um, it was 14Ks down the Perlingbrook Falls and back mm. up again. That was good fun. Yeah, very similar to that. It was, it's, it was five and a half hours, six hours, though. Yeah. Um, but we took our time and that sort of thing. Yeah, it's very similar to that. Like, like you start in some guy's paddock, you walk all up the mountain, you've got spectacular views all over the Gold Coast, and then yes. you walk along the mountains and then back through the National Park, and it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. Okay. Anyway, Let's back to the year. Wagyu thing. What, what, so how was the Wagyu night? It was pretty good. Marble score eight, uh, rump or rib fillet or something like that. And well, there's a fairly big difference between those two. You're not sure which one it was? You don't give a shit? Yeah, I care. I just didn't ask. <laughs> All right, it started with R. I think it was, right. I think, yeah, it started with R. All right. Um, <laughs> and, um, of course, the beers are good at Hiker, uh, as usual. And um, they um, they do, they, they, they made a gravy with Wagyu beef fat. Oh, tallow. Love that. And shit. no shit, it's just... Very decadent. Yes. And nice. very good. So how were they cooking it? Were they like frying it up for you? Or? No, they they smoked it, smoked the whole thing and then reverse seared it, sliced it, reverse seared it. Oh, okay. Interesting. So how thick yeah, is it? Yeah, it was really good. Oh, it was just a decent sized steak, you know, good steak. It's 50 bucks for fucking Marble School wag, eight Wagyu. I was pretty happy. I'm going to go out there uh, for the weekend, go pitch the tent. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, maybe I'll drive. Maybe I'll... And load up the VFR or something and ride the bike. Yeah. So what's it like about the same distance from here to Toowoomba as it is to Chinchilla from Toowoomba? That's past, what, past four Toowoomba. hours? Yeah. It's three I mean, and a half, four hours. Yeah. That's a fair way. Yeah. Let's go. For, come out for a weekend. Yeah, the, um, bring the missus. Yeah. Fucking let's do it. So on a Friday, I think they do the thing on a Friday. Fuck off early. Oh, it's Poets Day. Piss off early. It's Friday. Oh okay, yep. And uh, oh, it's past Dolby even. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a fair fair hike. Uh, it is from my place. Three hours and fifteen minutes. That's not bad. Very straight road after Toowoomba. But um, yeah, I'm down. I'm totally down. I think it'll be fun. Oh, this is okay. That's a walk. We're not walking there. What the fuck? No, we're not walking. How long's the walk? Four hours. Wow, four hours from here. Yeah, because I have to basically go to Brisbane and then you got to go. You, you got to go through either through Brisbane or maybe through Kanunga or something like that. Yeah. Warwick. So yeah. Have you been out there? No, I've not. I'm keen. Mm. Super keen. But you just go out there, and and I, I'm really keen to see what he's doing with this. The sustainability thing, right? So basically what he does is he's got 1,200 acres, I think, if I remember, and he feeds his Wagyu on this crop that he grows, which is actually a pest crop, but it's actually good to and, – and he cultivates it solely to feed the Wagyu. Really? So he doesn't buy – he doesn't buy fodder. Unless he absolutely has to, and so he grows this crop, which just fucking grows everywhere. It's drought-proof and all that sort of stuff, and it could be dry as a bone out there. And he can raise good solid wagyu out there. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. And you and can, then you can give him some grain as well once he gets the brewery going. Well, exactly. I told him that. I said if you once you get the brewery going and feed him the spent grain, it's like the ultimate and fucking recycling, mate. Isn't there like isn't wasn't that the thing with the Japanese wagyu that they used to give him beer? I asked about that, 
And um, yeah, that's bullshit. Okay, but it's a cool story, a, and he could incorporate that into his brewery for sure. It's it's a it's a it's a myth. Okay, well, I'm, I'm sure he, he's not he's not that kind of guy. Never let the truth get in the way of a good yarn. Right? Yeah, but Steve's not that kind of guy. That's fair. All right, sort of, he's very fucking straight up honest. If you look at Cloverhill Meats um, dot com that's his wagyu. Let me let me put that in the chat. I'm looking at this right yeah. now. And um they oh they can shop online. Wagyu shop online. Here we go. Are you gonna buy are you gonna buy a whole cow? You're just gonna buy some shit starting with our steaks. Here we go. Rib fillet, two pieces, 60 bucks. Shopside roast. Oh yeah, naughty but not nice. house, $43. Oh, okay. Rump steak. Oh, there's a rump steak I had. Dude, I Wagyu brisket, $33. So yeah, me too. I always love cooking at home. I eat steak we got every here. fucking night. Hang on, let me. Two to 350 gram steaks for 60 bucks. Dude, their That's Instagram link on the homepage doesn't work. And it says, yeah. it links to Clover Hill Camping and it says page not found. Yeah. Tell your boy. Charlie's Creek. Charlie's Creek. So Tell your boy it's broken. Very old school. Very old school. Very old school. Mm. So, yeah, there you go. Let's get some fucking wag you happening. That's awesome. I'm, I'm what else is going on? Dude, not much. I'm looking for a place to live <laughs> because I have to move out in like fucking three weeks or something. Oh, you got the settlement date coming up. Yeah. yeah. So looking at rentals at the moment, that's really... How's that fun. looking? Well, it's tough because there's like a lot of the time it's just me and Erin, but half of the time it's me and Erin and my two kids and her kid. So yeah. there's five of us in the house. So yes. It is, there's no way around it. Like, we need a four-bedroom house. Yes. What are you looking at renting, an apartment or a house? It has to be a house. Four, four, five people and a dog. It has to be a house. Mm. Uh, you know, and, and a big dog. Like, not, not a fucking apartment dog. Elon's just a buffhead. He just knocks people out constantly. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, I mean. You know what they say about dogs and their owners? They look like them. <laughs> He's a handsome motherfucker. Yeah, he's still <laughs> <a> woman. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So yeah, no. It's 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 uh not super fun, but um, figure it out. Where 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 are you looking? Oh, uh, well, that's the other thing is because it's tough because because you got kids going to school and shit. Yeah, in completely different areas, like Mount Nathan, mm-hmm. Surfers Paradise, and Varsity Lakes, like the complete opposite ends of the Gold Coast in every direction. Mm, mm. So it's just there's no easy answers, but we'll bundle figure it out. Bundle, dude. Um, I know you're not having kids because we've talked about this, and mm. you don't think about this, but why are you? What are you doing? Are you... Don't, don't say what we said for dinner, you dickhead. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. But I'm saying you don't think about this. If if anyone is listening to this, and this is not um, reproduction <laughs> advice. But, but the fucking second you decide to have kids, yeah, you will be poor for the rest of your life and you'll be compromising on all of your fucking decisions. Like you're you're there in an awesome apartment, St. Lucia, walking distance to everything, yeah. right on the river, you yep. easy access to transport. You're still late for everything, which is fine. But yeah, I get the ferry. Yeah, I know, but it, you get it an hour after the event starts. Yeah. That's fine. 
It's just easy. I've got it's my, I've got my fucking, I've got my TV. I've got my shit car. I've got my cool motorbike. You got, you got everything. I've got you my need coffee machine. You, you have three different. I make beer. I make beer. Yep. Yeah, I'm fucking happy as pig and shit, mate. Fucking good okay. life, dude. That's why. Uh, that's why the human race is just going to fizzle out because all the young people are smart enough to realize it's a real bad idea to have kids. Yeah, it's not like, I oh, I love kids. Kids like me. I'm a great uncle. I'm a really good uncle or yeah. drunkle. Mm. And, um, um, but it's just not for me. You know, if you had to ask me that question 10 years ago, eh, maybe uh, not now. Yeah. I was, see, I was never super keen to have kids. I just kind of went along with it. Oh dear. Don't tell them that. <laughs> no, no. My kids are the best. My kids are the best, but yeah, no, it, is, it makes things a little bit extra challenging. So, you, you know, you compromise here and there and figure it out. But yeah, anywhere, anywhere on the coast with a decent enough size house that doesn't cost too much money. Mm. Uh, approximately, what would you be looking at rent wise for a four bedroom place in the Gold Coast? Oh, like, what do you need to budget for some of that? Absolute cheapest that, like, what I went today was the cheapest I've seen, you know, within, like, I'm looking Rabina, Varsity, Mermaid, Raw mm. Beach. I'm not mm. looking. You can't really go further east. You can only go further north. Like you could go to mm. kind of Yatler or like you can go up that mm. way. There's, mm. there's no cheaper in like the main part of the Gold Coast. So the cheapest place I looked at that was, you know, like reasonably comfortably livable. Like, you know, th- this place, the carpets were being ripped up. It was a pretty much a shithole, but it was four yep. bedrooms, 800 yep. bucks a week. And to, to for a, like most of the places I look up, like if you if you do a search on realestate.com for rentals for a four-bedroom house in a general reasonable Gold Coast sort of region for under $1,200, you get a handful of properties, mm-hmm. like a handful across the entire Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. Pretty fucking wow. low. The, vac- the occup- uh, vacancy rates are really fucking low at the moment, eh? Crazy, like I don't, like I don't, I have no idea. Like we'll, we'll be fine. I, I fucking sold the house. I, you know, I can pay for rent for a while. It'll be fine. But like, what what do people do if they're just normal fucking people who don't? Yeah, just with a with a job, and they're just. I would if if they're just like blue collar workers or hospitality workers or something insane. like that, and they need to live near work. It's fucking insane. And if you don't hmm. live near work, you just have you know the transport costs. Transport costs, you can't get around the Gold Coast. It's impossible. So you're driving a car. No, you need to drive a car, yeah. Yeah, and fuel's fucking through the roof. It's really... Or get a fucking scooter. Dude, people are dying on those things left and right. You should see those... No, not that, not that sort of scooter. Proper scooter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, true. It's long distance, though. Like, it's not like Brisbane. You can't be like... You're like, what, five kilometres to the city? On see, yeah, yeah, four. Four Ks, yeah. Dude, Gold Coast is not like that. Like, I'm driving... No, I know. You're driving 20... You know, I grew up on the Gold Coast. Hey? I grew up on the Gold Coast. Yeah, but it's different now. So much. Different. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like people, people will people will work in Yatla. Like for me to drive, if I want to get a reasonable job on the Gold Coast in you know, kind of industries related to ours, manufacturing or distribution or whatever, they're all in mm. Yatla. That's a fifty-five mm. minute drive from where I live. Yeah, you know the fucking funny thing though, right? Is um, they that they call Yatla the Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah, it's. That makes no sense to me. It's man when it's, I was it, when I was a kid growing up and I was living in Labrador there, right? And we didn't even call Helensvale the Gold Coast. It's like fuck, that's not even the Gold Coast. Like it's over near the Gold Coast Highway. No way, it's not yeah. Gold Coast. 
Yeah, but you, most of the people who live in the Gold Coast live in those kind of areas. Mm. There are very few. And and if you think about it, you know, like it shouldn't, it really shouldn't be affordable to live, you know, this close to the beach. It's one of the best, most spectacular locations in the world. It yeah. should be expensive. That's fine. But it doesn't really have the ability to just go 20 minutes inland like Brisbane does and save a bit of money and compromise on, on different things. It's kind yes. of just becoming a place where you kind of have to be rich to live. Um, like, you know, like Sydney. It's yeah. Sydney. Or, but but it doesn't have, doesn't have the employment. Are you going to buy a new place eventually? Oh, fuck. Yeah, hopefully. Maybe. I don't know. Don't know. We'll see. Mm. Got to work mm. out my career first. <laughs> or lack thereof. How's that going? Uh, uh, it's tough. I, I just I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. I, you know, I, I I can't really work in the beer industry. I don't think because I'm I still, you know, I'm still sort of tied to black ops in a way. It's, it's something I started. It would just feel weird working anywhere else. Mm. Um, and I'm not super optimistic about the beer industry, as you probably know if you mm. listen to this podcast. Mm. I want to be, but I'm fucking turned yep. pessimist, unfortunately. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, I don't know, and I, you know, I've got, I've got. Well, what I am going to do is buy a um, little company. I think I mentioned on here before, a little company that has like a bunch of hosting clients and still continue with the WordPress stuff, mm-hmm. which will give me, which is happening soon. That'll give me, you know, things to do during the day and a bit of an income. But it's not, yep. it's, not it's not like that's the direction of my life. I, I need to think of something that's a bit more, you know, enriching to the soul than mm-hmm. websites. Uh, mm. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Mm. Interesting. Well, you know, you'll sort something out. I will. No doubt. You'll land on your feet. I will. What's in the news? Well, we do have news this week, which is... oh, my, uh, What happened you, last week? You did we have news last week? No. Last week was no news is good news. Yeah, well. I think it's because it's winter and, and, and everyone's... Batting down the hatches because it's so fucking quiet. And dry July is coming. Oh, is that still a thing? Dry July. Could could we not do dry July? Every month's a dry industry, month. It's like, it's like when the industry when the industry is suffering so much, we can't do dry July unless just drink and give money to the fucking charity for dry July, and then everybody wins. Do both. That's what I reckon. There's too much. It's like the February is like um. Something can't remember which, but like people like basically stop drinking towards the end of January. February's always a bad month. Dry mm-hmm. July, then the sober October. Yeah, it's Feb fast. It's Feb fast. There you go. There you go. Dry yeah. July and October. Fuck me. Too much. Mm. Um. Anyway, I did have some items here and I had a good schedule plan, but you've you've fucked it all up and put something at the start of it. So let's talk about what you want yeah. to talk about. <laughs> Well, I saw... You obviously put this at number one as opposed to, like, at the end of the list. Well, that's fucking important. All right, all right, I'm just saying. (laughs) I was sent a picture uh, today of a... We might be breaking news here. Oh, really? I don't don't care. Yeah. I sent a picture of a a poster that was uh, dropped off at a bottle shop um, and it showed a new lager coming up from Cooper's. Okay. You have to tell you have to tell me and the audience why this is a should be number one on our list. It's of Coopers d- doing a lager. What a great idea to add to their lineup. 
I'm listening. Just the, tell the, the, I mean, means. like you know, you can you can say what you want about their bloody you know religious or political views and that sort of thing, but they're still a bloody Australian brewery, and um, and independent, mind you. The biggest and longest. They're so independent. They're not allowed. They're not defined as independent. They're too independent go, for the independent. Go fucking figure that shit out. Yeah. It's the fucking dumbest rule ever. Anyway, um, the um, uh, so yeah, they've got a lager coming out. And I went, yeah, fuck yeah, Cooper's lager. Perhaps it's Australian style lager too. So they don't have a lager currently? No. Never made a lager? No. It's ale. Cooper's sparkling. Cooper's Richard the Red one. Cooper's pale, which is the green one. And all the rip-off the XPA, yeah. you got yeah, the tropical the XPA, Pacific, Pacific ale. ale all those the, the stout's fucking excellent. Uh, they've got a mild. And that's bloody brilliant as well. Interesting. Okay. Don't forget they do Cooper's Vintage once a year. Yeah. I used to enjoy that. Um, it's nearly due out. It's nearly that time of year. Well, can you elaborate on? Um, okay, so that's it's it's taken a long fucking time to make it a lager. What, what do you think is going on? I think they're just making something cheap and cheerful that people want to drink. That's fair. They got a few of those though, don't they? Yeah. No. Well, not in a lager flavor though. Hmm. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Interesting. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. So. What do you know about this? Should I put this in the like the headline of our episode, or is it? No, oh, the AI will fucking look after it, eh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, AI doesn't do everything. It just gives us the text to put in the fucking. Right. Oh, cool. I'm I'm down with that. I'm I'm a fan of Coopers. Good on them. Yeah, me too. It's a like the sparkling and pale, right? You know, love it or hate it, it's a style of beer that is. Uniquely Australian. Yeah. And I have a lot of respect for the style and um, I wish I could make a beer that good and maybe one day I will. No one hates it, do they? Who ha- no one hates fucking Oh, people fun. just go, yeah, they want to drink uh, Pacific Ale or something like that. But oh. that style of beer, Cooper Sparkling, Cooper's, Cooper's Green, Nail Ale, a few others around, that, that's a uniquely Australian and in particular South Australian style of beer. Mm. It's something that's uniquely ours. It's part of our culture. It needs to be protected. Yeah, and just the brand Coopers itself. Most people your age or my age have enjoyed that. It, it, it would be one yes. other beer that would list as one of the kind of the gateway beers to the whole thing. Yes. And when someone asks, should I roll the bottle? The answer is yes. Yeah, you roll the bottle. See what happens. It needs Figure to be out. drunk with the yeast. All right. Fury this is a great Sun. laxative. Oh, okay. All right. Fury and Sun are closing and... Uh, according to what the reports are, they're just closing because mm. they feel like it's a good decision and they want to move on. They don't know yeah. where the industry's at. Things are getting tough. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough. And I figured they probably, at the point, I suspect they've probably gotten to end of a lease or something like that and just gone, you know what? We roll it over for another five years and we just pack it up, boys, and let's Do go. Do you know anything and... about this brewery? I, I... But, yeah, yeah. What, what it's out in Melbourne Airport, okay. um, and um, um, I, I've met Andrew uh, Georgia a couple of times, um, and they seem like nice guys. Reading this, a couple of people. Like I think their original um, head brewer was Craig Eulenstein, Is it Stonewood now? 
and um, he put a lot of work into their OG beers and stuff like that. And I don't was know because the... well, those tanks look pretty. Fucking nah, it's pretty pretty big, pretty big production brewery actually. Yeah. It had kind of a tap room. Oh, I hadn't been years, but had kind of a tap room. But I think it was more meant to be a production brewery. Think about the breweries that are for sale in Melbourne at the moment. Right, you've got like all this kit. It's all on auction site. I saw an auction website. That's a decent. You've got the yeah, and then don't forget you've got the Red Dot Brewery, which is another two million, three million liter a year brewery. It's for sale. It's just sitting there in um, Laverton doing nothing. So there's a lot of capacity out there, and also don't forget two birds. Yeah. Two birds. What are they going to do with that kit? Shut it down. Right. So they, got, they got the old canning line that we sold them. That'd be fucking handy for someone. Someone should yeah, buy shit, that. Yeah. So that's so. So if you have a think about it, there's a lot of excess capacity. Hundred percent opportunity for sitting someone. out there at the moment. Sitting out there at the moment. It's a shit time to start a brewery. But if you're if you're a person who's prepared to take a risk and buy at the bottom of the market, this might be the time. Hundred percent. When we started, play the long game. The only way you could get a kit was. We physically went to China to find a brew kit. Yeah. Like we were, we were, you know, like, fuck me. Imagine just now, just be like, fuck, I'll go on an auction site and buy something that's been working. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Ended up 90 grand. The Black Ops HQ kits on sale at the moment for 90 grand. That kit we bought from China. Same kit. Yep. Much interest. I don't know. I'm not involved, but I just saw it on, <laughs> saw it on Bruce News or whatever's advertising. Yeah. yeah. It's unbelievable, eh? So, you know, you got that. Three other breweries, all the kits for sale. There's a glut of fucking kit at the moment. Yeah. This um, this quote here. It's going to be like that for a while, to be fair. Well, I think this quote here. Be, don't, also, the Easy Times kit. Yeah. That's for sale. Yep. And then new. Pretty good. So much fucking stainless steel for sale. Why would you buy it from China right now? Yep. You could use it to make. Hey, wait, wait. Let me read this quote. This is make kombucha. Um, there's only so many levers you can pull and still sleep at night. He says, admitting they're grateful. They put off lofty plans for expansion. I wouldn't want to be in a position where we've got mountains of debt or obligations to our staff, which is another reason I'm not upset or sad to be moving on. We've got great staff who are completely understanding the situation. I think that's fucking great for them, but can you imagine the amount of companies that do have, in their words, mountains of debt, debt and obligations yeah, of course. To and yes. investors and stuck in that same situation. Oh, yeah. Tough. Yeah, I think I think they probably self-funded. That's not that they haven't taken a loss. I bet you 10, 10 bucks they've taken a loss big time. Oh, yeah. But uh, at least... Can you avoid that? I can't. <laughs> that's half a schooner. Of, uh, that's a that's a brewdog-sized schooner of Pacquiao. <laughs> it's when you go to the fucking regatta. Jesus. <laughs> um yeah so i think i think they're probably self-funded and have gotten to the point where it's like yeah we've got a little pin we've thrown enough money at this hasn't worked yeah time to pack it in yes well i mean we had a one week off talking about breweries closing down and now we're back back on the game back on the game that one and then there's this endeavor beer update so I think all this stuff with Endeavor happened before we started the podcast. This has been going on for quite a long time. Mm. But um, they've crowdfunded as well. How much did they crowdfund? Two, two million? No, they, they didn't the, even get. They it. were the first to start a crowdfunding. No, no, it was, it was smaller. It was like four hundred 
thousand or something, I think. Yeah, right. They were the first to start one, and and um, and a loss of one hundred and seventy six thousand dollars in twenty twenty two. So this is old information. Like this is FY twenty twenty two, which is over a year ago now. Mm-hmm. But it, it's interesting; these guys are still around because you remember at the time, like all the founders left, and this thing was obviously in trouble. I, I mean, according to Bruce, yeah, here we go. Cash. Well, you can have a pro- loss, but let's have a look at the cash depleted. It received five million dollars from the partial sale of its IP. Yeah, remember Endeavor? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so they settled with. Oh, so they got a five million dollar cash injection from EDG. Five million dollars, and it's just got pretty much gone down the fucking gurgler. Yeah. So one point three million three hundred seventy six and one hundred seventy six. So that'd be out of group, out of, out of cash. What about this? Wait, you read the rest of it before I continue because this is full of interesting shit. This article. Led to a management split. One of the group of shareholders, including co- co-founder Dennis, called to the company to wound up with the cash remaining from the settlement return to shareholders given the loss of the trademarks. Yeah. What they've been being the lack of future opportunities for the business. Fair enough. I know Dan uh, Hastings. What's he like? Because this, this sounds fucking sensible to me based on he's a yeah. founder of the company. Yeah. Fucking yeah. man. I mean, when he was contract, well, contract brewing at uh, Southern Bay and that sort of thing. Yeah. And, you know, you know, if you don't, you're a gypsy brewing company with a little fucking tap room in the rocks in Sydney, right? You just got, and you, you, you're not making any money because you never make any money when you're contract brewing. You just got a $5 million fucking payout. Yep. Pack it up. 100%. Go home. And he's a founder of the business. So he probably knows. Go take more a fucking, go take a holiday. Just give the money to the fucking shareholders and say, yep, here we go. We're going to wind it up. That's it. He's smart. Yeah. They didn't do that, though. Because the other option, what what else would you do with the $5 million? Okay, so you go build a brewery and then you're back on the fucking grind. Well, do, do you want me to tell you what happens? I, I know what happens. What? What happens is the founder is, you know, told he's being a naysayer. He doesn't believe in it anymore, so he's cast to the side. Mm-hmm. And people come in with the only incentive to keep the business going. And investors in the business and staff in the business have the only incentive they have is to keep the business going. So they will keep this thing going for as long as they can. Why wouldn't they? That's how they're incentivized. And that that's why yeah. I think it's like take the founder out of the business and priorities change because he probably had mm. a good a good, you know, handle on who originally invested, how they should be looked after, how the investors should have been supported. Yeah. And, once he's out, keep this fucking thing going for as long as possible. And I oh know this is like old information, but sorry, who? So you said who does it yeah. benefit? Who does it benefit? I'm saying there's no incentive for new people who come in to wind the business up. Zero. No, because the new people are either they don't have anything on the line. They don't have any. They don't have any directors' guarantees. Probably like bank guarantees. They mm. are not founders, so they probably don't. Have the rose-colored glasses are on. The people who invested and started the thing. Yeah. they Their only incentive is to keep it going so they keep getting paid. And I'm not talking about this specific business. I'm just saying in business generally. Of course. Uh, you get founders. Yes. Um, and then, the, I mean, and look, I'm just reading this Bruce News article, and I know, you know, it, it, I'm not saying it's accurate or I don't know anything about it, but it's it, it reads to me like this business, the brand completely disappeared. They become mm. an irrelevant brand. Yes. They lost their biggest customer. And then they're yes. continuing to trade because 
the new staff and investors, you know, or directors. Who's coming with not, not much idea they? about the, 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 the liquor industry or the brewing industry or so stuff. Yeah. Get it? And then the and then the breakers, so they're making they're releasing a beer called Breakers Good Beer for Good People. Like could you think of a more cliche fucking tagline for a beer company than good beer for good people? What does that say on your schooner glass? Good beer for good people. Does it? Probably. Probably. It says 250 mil. <laughs> I think that's Brewdog's slogan, isn't it? It says it's your it's everyone's slogan. It's your world. Pay attention, Hunter S. Thompson. Was that the guy who used to get cracked out of his mind and write shit? Fuck yeah. Have you seen the movie? No, loathing, I want to. I'm really in Las to. Vegas. No, I okay. have to. Do you take drugs? No, never. We've talked about this. Never. Yeah. Do I need to okay. take to watch the movie? Get really drunk then. And watch the movie? Yeah. But then you just forget it. Like if you drink a lot and watch a movie, you're just bored and you forget what fucking You happened. can't watch that movie sober. Well, is Nick Cage in it? No, that's leaving Las Vegas, you God dickhead. <laughs> what about Kurt Russell? <laughs> no. Is Kurt Russell? No, let's fight. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> you fucking idiot. It's fucking... <laughs> leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> I'm thinking of Escape from L.A. Wait, is Guy Pierce in Johnny, it? It's Johnny Depp and Benicio del Toro. Is Guy Pierce in it? Um, no. I'm thinking of LA no. Confidential. Tobey Maguire's in it. Oh, really? Yeah, Johnny That's... Depp, um, Benicio del Toro, who's just fucking classic, doing some like good shit guy. lately. Tobey Maguire. It's really fucking good movie. It's re- I haven't watched it in ages. I think I'm going to download it because um, it's uh, it's just it's pretty. Yeah, it, this is Hunter S. Thompson, man. Do you know much about him? I know he's. I've seen a picture of his daily routine. Yeah. Yes. It's just he just writes and does drugs. Well, he did, and and gets in and gets in stupid adventures. You yeah. Know? Nothing to do with and he and he he it's nothing to do with Nicholas Cage no, um and um um he he would he would this, I think the story is about him going to uh Vegas to write about a motor race or something like that and just getting there and just getting completely cooked and a briefcase full of drugs well what was he all of the drugs what sort of what was he working with just the what do you mean what drugs is he working with yeah. What are we getting into back then? All of them. Okay. <laughs> right. No, he's, he's like, like having, it was a, he's like having a I joint. There's a classic, oh, there's a classic, classic about drugs in though, so you have to educate. No, no, there's a classic fucking quote from it about um how um it, we can't show the fucking trailer because we'll get fucking bloody thing owed for it. Yeah. Um but um Oh man, it was just so good, so so good. Um, yeah. You sure I can't just watch it like sober and I still enjoy it? Oh, you can try. I'll try. All right, well, give it a go. At least, at least, fucking punch a cone or something, you know? Uh, I don't see. I don't. I don't. I've, I've done it once or twice. It doesn't agree with me. It's weird. Much mm. more paranoid. I don't like yeah, it. right. 
Um, so back to Endeavor. Yeah. <laughs> Breakers. Do you remember Breakers from the 2000s? Remember Breakers, the um, the soap opera? is like Home and Away competitor. Oh, uh, no. You don't remember Breakers? That was sick. No. Um, You're missing out. You gotta watch that shit. Gotta get. I'm just gonna get some oh, drug collection. Here we go. Here's the drug collection. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here's yeah. the quote. Here's the quote. Can you share your screen or? No. Don't need to. Okay. We had two bags of grass, seventy-five pellets of mescaline, five what's sheets grass? of high power marijuana. Okay. What's mescaline? It's like uh, a fungus that gets you fucking it trip trip like acid and shit. It's like a mushroom. Magic, magic mushrooms. Yes. Okay. Five five sheets of high powered blotter acid. A, a salt shaker half full of cocaine and a whole galaxy of multicolored uppers, downers, laughers, screamers, also a quarter tequila, a quarter rum, a case of beer, a pint of raw ether, and two dozen animals. Wait, this is what they brought to the adventure or yeah. this is what they consumed? That's what they brought to the adventure and probably okay. and, and definitely consumed on the first day. All of it. Okay. All right. Well. Can you imagine like doing that cocktail of drugs and how you Well, no, it? I couldn't because I don't fucking because you don't do drugs. <laughs> You know, uh, you know, perhaps at some point in my life, life I may have experimented with those, most of those things, you know, on separate occasions. But, but he was doing good. all of them well, I'm, once. No, no, that's that's a that's a recipe for disaster. Okay, but he was good at doing doing his job. <laughs> doing one of those on their own is a fucking recipe for disaster. So. I can't get tequila. I'll be fine with that. A quarter rum and a case of beer. Yeah, well. What about the pint of raw ether? So this guy was good at his job, right? He must yeah. have, otherwise you'd never heard of him. Fuck yeah. yeah. This is not fucking pharmaceutical advice. Jesus Christ. It's All not right. Dr. Hunter S. Thompson. Fucking hell. Have you got his daily routine up there? Bring no, I've seen it though. It's pretty fucking hell. All right, Brucon Hendo. All right. What's happening? The program is out. The program is out. And all I really want out of fucking Brucon, right? <laughs> My needs are really simple there. Really fucking simple. I just want a fucking PDF. It's very hard to program. navigate to some. Just want a PDF. Stream I get a PDF. Oh, download. Here we go. Downloading PDF. Oh. I want to know how to get tickets. It's impossible to work out how to... Fuck, where am I now? Go to brucon.com. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not here. I'm fucking right here. Wait. Oh, God. Here we go. Hold up. All right. I've got a PDF now. I just oh, don't like oh, those. full screen, that's why. I, I, I don't get the whole... Um, Make the fancy... Flippy pagey fucking thing. Oh, it's so stupid. Everyone's looking at that phone. You can't even read it. It's like, exactly. You can't read it on your phone. Just give me a PDF. And something you can share. It's like you click this. Yeah. Thing, like, I want to talk about it. You can't even share it. It's weird. Give me a web page. I'll have a web page. Yeah. That I can link to. Back in the 90s. Yeah. And you can't even buy tickets on this page. Like there's this whole page. You know, to really? you can't buy it's next fucking month. Where the fuck is the ticket? How do you buy a ticket? Come on. No way. Right. That aside, you can't buy a ticket. Well, no, I'm, you can if you can figure out how to navigate the internet like in a really complex way. But like you're on this page here of the program, right? 
how do you buy a ticket from that page? You can't even visit the partners. It's just a, this weird bookie thing. Givers conference tickets. Well, you're on a different fucking page than I'm on. Go to iba.org.au, mate. I'm on the IBA page. Yeah, then go to events and brew con. Okay, so you and click, then click tickets. So you've got to click five fucking things. Of course, yeah. Dude, there's an event next week. Why isn't this the first thing on the page? You click right there. I know. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not buying it's... a ticket, so it's not relevant for me, but I'm just saying. Oh, come along, man. It'll be Dude, fun. Dude, have you seen the price? It's $592, and that's $600. just a conference. Well, just go to – no, but that's not all of the events. you got the – And um, I'm not a member. I'm event. not a member anymore, so I have to pay like $800. No, no. That's fine. Why don't that's you go to the fine. Indies then? Go to the Indies. That's a week of rent. In... Go to the Indies. It's $120 for you. Wednesday night. Oh, Indies would be good, yeah. How about I buy you a ticket? Yeah, we'll see. I'll buy you a ticket. All right. It's at the island. Oh, really? I don't even know what that is. What is it? Just a dodgy Gold Coast location. Is it a boat? I think it's just a just a it's just a it didn't surface. I'm looking it up. Gold Coast, the island Gold Coast. It's like, I think it's like a rooftop. It's just like one of those cheesy surfers venues. Oh yeah, okay. Oh, it's got a pool. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. It's the middle of July, dude. It's gonna be fucking cold and shit. Oh, so are you going to? Are you paying seven, eight hundred, six hundred? Are you a member of the Indies? How's it work when you're a consultant? I've, I've, I've paid way more money for that. I've got to stand at the trade show, mate. Oh God! Wow. Okay. So how are you feeling about it? Um, I'm looking forward to it. I you think it's going to be stand. good. Yeah, for Smart Sensory. Wow. With PK. Well, we got um, we we got a six meter by three meter, so it's it's going to be beer thirty and Smart Sensory. We've got to stand there, so. If you are an industry person and you would like to come and actually do some actual beer sensory and learn how to do some beer sensory, uh, myself or Bryony will teach you sensory on the spot, show you how easy it is, and come and join us in the smart sensory ecosystem. Okay, we I like that. Train people to run, uh, start, run, and grow their sensory program in their brewery. Um, flavor standards, um, an app. Uh, and um, training and coaching and community of like-minded people. Nice. Well, that sounds good. So you're you're actually getting a little bit of value from walking around the booths as opposed to just getting sold shit, I suppose. Because you're learning something. I am the booth. No, I'm saying for people coming to your booth, they're learning something. They're, yeah, absolutely. Know. Yeah, come and learn some sensory. It's yeah. um, it's not as hard as you think, and. Um, the benefit of of having a sensory program in your brewery um, is you need to think about sensory in your brewery just like you think about your density meter or your pH meter. It's it's a it's how you measure your beer, and you can do that analytically and work out if your beer is good or not, and do it without the emotion, yeah, objectively instead of subjectively. And you have no idea how powerful it can become because. Um, um, Kaiju been running it for a little over a year and that sort of thing. And um and and they have people who are not brewers, they have all the staff who participate in the sensory program. And all of a sudden, just because they're smelling and tasting their beer on a daily basis and they can articulate it, their beer is getting better. Hmm. No, their beer is getting better. Uh, they did really well at the ALBAs. Um, 
and um, um, because they're having meaningful, objective conversations, not smelling a beer and go, oh, there's something wrong with that. Mm. So when you say, when you say there's something wrong with that, you're not analyzing the beer and you're not solving the problem that is with the beer. You're just making a broad, generalized, emotional statement. You need to be like, what, what are you smelling that you shouldn't be smelling? Or just what are you smelling? The, the right thing you need to say is, is this beer true to brand? Most brewers don't have a worded description of what their beer is supposed to look like, smell like, taste like, and feel like. You have to have that. You know, you can if, if you if you define metrics, if you're a professional brewer and you are defining your metrics in terms of ABV, IBU, color, haze, pH, finishing gravity, all that sort of stuff, they, they're just numbers. Mm. You know, it, you can you can give me a beer and uh, you can give me those numbers and I can make you a beer that fits all of those numbers from an analytical perspective but doesn't look or smell or taste the same as that. I want my and, beer to, to feel like so that's, Thompson's trip to Vegas. Is that, his is that briefcase full of drugs. <laughs> just want to. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, I've actually still got some of that beer left. Well, whatever. Sorry, I, re- I resume recording. I just paused because I had to go to the toilet. But Yeah. It's all good. Just in case people are listening, they're hearing this. I like your pitch, but are you are you nervous at like no one turning up to this thing? To Brucon? Yeah. I think that's uh yeah. I, I think um well the trade show sold out and then they expanded it because okay. there hasn't been a Brucon in four years. Yeah. No one can afford no no brewery can afford to go. That's what I mean. I mean six hundred bucks as a ticket, but that's like if you're local, but like traveling interstate. Most yeah, in the apartment, the accommodation, all sort of stuff. I'm having a Guinness. Have a Guinness. Guinness. Yeah, got a Guinness. Oh shit! Well, look at that thing. Like twenty two dollars for a six pack of five hundred ml cans. Cheaper than Hollandia. Let me um. Oops. Screenshot. I did. That's all right. I'll do it again. I got to do it again. Nice. I get the tongue out. <laughs> <laughs> Stick it on my fucking Tinder profile or some shit. Yeah, shit yeah. Fuck, I haven't had a Guinness in a long time. Yeah, watch this. Show me your technique. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, Jesus. You don't have to do that with a Guinness, do you? Yeah, you do. You do? Yeah, I tip the can upside down. I've spilled beer all over my fucking keyboard. Oh, my God. This is a risky fucking move right here. That's how you get the widget going. Look at it. It's just like out of a fucking tap. Oh, okay. Look at it. Look at it. Yep, got it. A lot of photos. Oh, look at that. Beautiful fucking pour. So good. that You did good. I was very sceptical about your ability to pull that off. Yeah, except I need to get a cloth. Oh, God. All right, we should talk about Nintendo pulling it off and getting a cloth way more often than we do. Put my microphone. Yes. There is. <laughs> okay, all right, clean that up, Nintendo. It's fucking great. Oh, tissues everywhere. Look at this. Still going. Have to wait. Wow, Be patient. Look at that. Right. So you know what's inside a Guinness can, don't you? That little fucking ball thing. What are the, It's called a widget. Widget. Yeah. And so basically, it's a ball with a couple of little tangential holes in it that are small, and and it gets pressurized with the rest of the can. Hmm. And then when you when you crack the can, it releases the pressure head pressure, and the nitrogen inside the widget 
releases slower and it spins and it nitrogenates the beer. But did, doesn't that mean you don't need to do the vertical thing? No, absolutely you need to do the vertical thing. Oh, okay. Because you need to tip it vertical so that the widget spins and the gas that comes out of the widget goes into the top of the can as it's upside mm. down. Oh, yeah. And pushes the beer that's out. Sense. And then yes. Wait. Okay. Yeah. Now the, yeah. So that's Different that's kind of how it works. Little review there. Oh, no, it's not ready yet. Charles must be ready. Just look. Still not ready. Pretty so you can see it ready. at the top. It's not fucking ready. I need gob mains. Fucking ready. Mate, patience. It's flat here. Oh, it's fucking. It's always ready. Don't you don't you have any fucking um Irish, you know, just respect Irish culture. Dude, look at me. I've basically got red hair. I've got, I'm not, I'm 0.25% Irish. I used to be married into an Irish family. If I fucking touched that beer now, I'd be cooked. Be in a lot of trouble. What do you mean? Okay, it's ready. They're pretty serious about that. Okay. I mean, it was exactly the same. How flat is that beer you're drinking right now? It's pretty flat, but shut up. And it's warm. I would like to make a beer that good. That's true. It's a good beer. Mm, it's made in Australia, though. Brewed in Australia, I think. Brewed in Yatla, isn't it? Uh, see, uh, oh, made in Ireland by Guinness. Really? Maybe the cake. Li- no, 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 it's not Lion. It's Lion Brewer. So this is important. Oh. I don't know. I think, yeah, it's interesting. I thought they brewed it here. They sent over, like, the concentrate and mixed it with barley malt and shit. Anyway. Well, yeah. since we're talking about Lion, yep. Lion have taken full ownership of Four Pillars, and I put this in the uh, docket here. Mate, this is not beer. It's not beer. Should I not? It's not Boston, dis- it's not Boston the distiller. That's fair. It's, fair. It's, not, it's not unemployed person in the distiller. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. I actually have no idea how well spirits are doing at the moment. Beer's doing shit, as we know. No, but how well is uh, spirits doing? Well, I think the oh, if you if you're lying, I suppose it must be doing all right because you. No, I, think, I, think fucking... I think it's I think it's very similar because you have the craft local sort of distillers who are up and coming. Yeah, well, you're closing buy... all your fucking breweries, but you're buying fucking distilleries. That makes no sense. Yeah, and then, but then, you know, the tap room is kind of carrying them. And then you've got the bigger ones, like Four Pillars are celebrating the sale, who got in early, did an amazing job. You know, they, they built yep. a big brand and created it, awesome products. Mm. And now celebrating this big sale for Lion as the next step of their journey. Yeah. I've seen, like, zero pushback on this. And, like, I, I don't want to say anything bad about this because I, I know these guys are legends. I met one of these guys once. Oh, um, as in we've not heard any... People getting cranky. Well, I just, I just think it's everyone's celebrating it. It's like, and and it was like, like this article. On the there's show, no. Oh, you're saying there's another. Oh, you fucking sold out. Fuck you. The shout is what will change as Lime takes full ownership of Four Pillars, and the entire article is, is all this shit about the next step of the business. What will change is the industry will be fucking decimated, like the beer industry was, and what, like it will continue to be because they'll fuck it up, and they'll. For billions of dollars of marketing into it, and then everyone else won't be able to fucking have a business. That's what's going to change. Mm, mm. I do like their Negroni gin. Dude, that Shiraz one they've got is fucking. Mm, it's yeah. fucking amazing. Very good. In a Negroni, oh my god. Mm. They'll probably change the recipe if I if I take the beer analogy. 
the beer point of view, when a brewery sells out, a distillery sells out, ah, the recipes will change now. Won't be as good. Um, I, I know, I know, it's an unpopular opinion, Hendo. Everyone's fucking cheering this on, and fucking believe me, if you start a business and have the ability to sell it to a bigger company and make a lot of money, I'm fucking all for that. Good on you. Good on yeah. you, hundred percent. But as a consumer, it's going to be a massive hit to the independent distilling industry. Mm. In my okay. non-distilling advice opinion. But the, the the good thing about distillers, right, is that um, you know I, I think I saw a YouTube video of the Granddad Jacks guys, and they said that 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 they are doing well because. Distilling is a business where you produce a product that's shelf stable, right? So their their export opportunities are massive, and they're doing really well with export. Um, Luke's one of my best mates. I know. I know him yeah, ask him. Well. No, he's, I, he's, I know. I know his business very well. I think, I think doing, they're doing well. They've done. They're fucking very good at what they do. Their brand is exactly, and done have an a awesome fucking job. have a. Have a good fucking look. Those at dudes work. What it takes. They work hard, they and work they're selling too. lots they of piss, and lots of it is fucking export, right? A lot of it is and <clears throat> and the thing is, right, is when you export alcohol, there's no fucking excise. Yeah, and the other thing they've done, which I think in hindsight will, will be smart, is like they never wholesale, no bottle shop wholesale no. at all. No, why the fuck? Why the fuck would you? They con- I mean, imagine they contract, selling, they imagine selling still, spirits. The contract is still for cash. They get paid. The contract yep. is still. And the other people wholesale and, and they don't do it. They have a really good tap room. They do yep. everything fucking amazingly well. I've got no... Yep. I think they would why be would fine, you, but could you imagine why would competing you, with... Why the fuck would you go into the business of being a wholesaler as a small craft distillery, right? Because... Imagine going around to bars and bottle shops, right? You're going to sell single bottles. You're not going to sell cases. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, sell single fucking bottles. So maybe a box of six tops. And who's going to buy it? Like you, you go into a bar and you see a thousand it, it moves bottles of shit. Like, exactly. Oh, it, moves, it moves so slow. Unless you're the back, whatever they call it, the default fucking spirit. House poor, yeah. House poor. But you're right. only because that's the cheapest one. Yeah, Exactly. So mm. fucking hell. Nah, if, if you if you if you can export to a good distributor that knows your product that's prepared to go and take that and you're competitive on price or you've got a unique point of difference, fucking hate distilling. But don't but don't you also think like that sucks? That sucks. Like Why? do your absolute best job to be entrepreneurial, employ people locally, figure out distilling, have a good tap room locally. You have the drive and energy to start and grow your business. What do you have to do? You have to fucking go for meetings with Austrade and figure out, go on export missions to overseas to ship your fucking product from here to another country. Mm-hmm. It's fucking stupid. That's not fun. Not fun at all. What, overseas trips? Here, Hendo. What are you talking about? It's too expensive. It doesn't have a point. Spirits don't have a point of difference when but they're the local. local thing is a point of difference. I get it, but like it makes it also makes brand, it too expensive. And not to talk about them, but all the other brands. Mm. You're making it here. It's fucking cool. They're yeah, but if forward. you're in, but if you're in a, in a bar in New York City and someone says, oh, "I've got this Australian gin," you go, "Oh my god, that's such a long way away," and the value's in that. 
Oh, fuck that. That's stupid. That's a counter to I know it's stupid. every trend that's happening. It's counter to logic. It only exists yes. because we have extreme excise. That's the only reason that exists. Yeah, of course. And and also that spirits are a shelf-stable product. Yes. They can go in a bottle and sit in a bottle for years and they travel well. Right, but you wouldn't you wouldn't even consider selling something like this. Australia is a big enough market for like a distillery that has a tiny little local footprint to even consider selling to another country is insane. You would only do that hmm. if the conditions locally were just impossible. Don't have to sell a lot. I'm just saying. You don't have to sell a lot sense. overseas. It, it, if, if someone's prepared to buy it, you can't make a lot and they're prepared to pay. Fuck no. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm saying it's stupid and makes no sense. Mm. But here we are. Here we are. All right, let's do some Hando Reacts. Oh, what about yeah, a screen? When you when you go and um um talk to Luke from Granddad Jack, see if he'll do a fucking Grodzitsky spirit. I'm catching up with him next week. What do you need to know? Yeah, good. Well fucking tell him. Grodzitsky spirit. Yeah, we make a big 10% Grodzitsky and he goes and distills it. Into what? Grodzitsky spirit. Well, I suppose no. you could you'd eventually turn into a whiskey. Like a like a Well, a, that's a, what I'm saying. Peter, yeah. Isla, if you have Isla whiskey, it's 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 peated malt that's malted and fermented, and that smoke character carries over into the finished beer. Why can't you do that with Rodzitsky? Oh, you could 100 percent do it. It would take a long fucking time though. Yeah. How much time you got, Hendo? I got time. Okay. <laughs> what have we got here? Right, Hendo uh, reacts. We've got audio. Bit number one. Remember to share audio. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake. Fuck Jesus. How many times have I do this? Seriously. Thanks for reminding me, by the way. <laughs> I did remind you before you fucking did it. You still forgot. Hendo <laughs> right, right, reacts. Here you go. Are we going to get copyright struck again? Maybe. It's a calculator. Seven times 12 is 84. What episode are we up to? Are we on 84? 84. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it that dump trailers is appearing as a fucking... I don't thing? know. That's your history. <laughs> Just delete that. Just delete that. It's not mine. <laughs> I don't need a dump trailer. Oh, for fuck's sake. All right, so <laughs> well, just, don't skip over that. We're, we're, we're in a... Okay, we're at episode oh, 84. Episode. Huh? What's, we're at episode 84. This is fucking sick. It's a multiple of twelve. Okay, thank you. It is a multiple of twelve, and yeah. I'm I'm pretty 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 hyped about that. What happens? No, it's exponential. Yeah, no, it's not going to work. Okay. Let's have a look. Link number two. Lots of TikTok. Here we fucking go. Yep, Chinese spyware. Let me ask you one question, Mr. Powell. What is that blouse? Oh, can you, you hear that? Yep. It's not a blouse. No, it's not coming through. Oh, could you hear that? Yeah. Go on. I couldn't hear it. Here we go. Let me ask you one question, Mr. Powell. What is that blouse you're wearing? It's not a blouse. It's a muscle shirt. It's a muscle shirt? There are muscles, and they're complemented by that gorgeous set of tits you got. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I like your muscle shirt. Okay. Is that Will Ferrell? Yeah. <laughs> what movie was that? 
Uh, eastbound and down. I don't. I'm, I don't really know my fucking. I don't know what's. Uh, was it? I don't know. I don't know my welfare all that well, to be honest. I don't know. I'm looking at the comments here. But um, that was funny. Talladega Nights is he in that? I don't know. Yeah, don't he's in Talladega Nights, but that that's not Talladega Nights. No, bring it up. I don't know what movie it is. Anyway, East the point and is, down? is it Eastbound and Down? The point is that's a muscle shirt. Okay. Okay. Now we know. I'm sure, I'm wearing it, so I'm right. Is is my summary? Okay. Yeah. Well, we yeah. All right. Let's have a look at the next link. You might not be a member of this group. Oh, no, no, not that fucking no, group. Not. Okay, I put a backup link in There's there. A backup link. Good on you. Good on you. Yep. Check that out. Oh, the the super scooter glass with the four like uh, that. Uh, the four quarters of a of a schooner glass that you can so you can carry four beers at once. Mm. All right, we need to talk about this. Go on. Can you not carry four pints of piss through the pub? Definitely not. Three? Three, definitely. Three easy. Three I can do. Three, not four. Four is a challenge. There are people who can do it. I am not, oh, one, of them. not one of them. I'm not one of them. Um, but I don't think the world needs this. Okay. But Could you imagine drinking out of that? Yeah, I know. Look how fake that foam looks. What, wait, what are you looking at? The head, the head of that beer looks fucking fake. It's like this. Very it's like, funny. oh, would you would you like some beer with your Tetra Hop? Things have been sitting there for a while. <laughs> yeah, so you're not down for this? Okay. All right. All right, here's the go, mate. Let me let me put this fucking little nugget to you, right? Which side of that glass are you going to drink out of? The curved side oh, the curve. or one of the one of the curve. straight easy. sides? Curve, easy, no question. What about the wedge side, the ninety degree wedge? I'm not touching that. I'll break a tooth or something. Yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Well, it depends what the bottom of the glass is. If the bottom, see, if you look at the if, if the bottom of the glass is curved, where you hold yes. it, and yes. the part you drink from is curved, it's all good. It's all gravy. Mm. Do you know? What a really good way of carrying four beers is. Uh, order two and then order another two later. No, no, no. Carrying four beers in one go. You know, when you go to the footy at the Gabba or Lang Park and everything, and they have those tray, you get the four things and you got the tray and you, and it hangs on your finger. Oh, yeah. Right. So you don't carry it because you're going to spill it, but you hook it on your finger and it's just an automatic gimbal. Is that recyclable? A beer gimbal. That's not what I'm talking about here. The fact you don't spill any beer while you're carrying four of them at the same time. That's a, that's a fucking amazing invention. Also, the fact that the glasses fill from the bottom. That is an amazing invention as well. Have you not seen yes. that? No, I have. Yeah, no, that is cool. Mm. And also, if you are at the cricket and you leave your fucking crease before they call over, you're fucking out, you idiots. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. You know that. No, I, mess- oh. I messaged my English mate today and asked for his opinion. He's like, it's out. It's fine. Let's move on. So yeah. We can move Let's on. Let's have a look at the next one. Oh, it's a reel from Facebook. Here we go. Yep. Look at this shit. Sound off. Okay, so I've managed to take control oh, it's of the Paul uh, speaker here. Oh, it's Paul Metcalf. He's sending you. The boss of the brewer. Oh, <laughs> Uh, okay, so off. I've managed to. Dude, take we're, being, we're being broadcast in another fucking country. Country. <laughs> and 
here we are, like in the world's most populous fucking Muslim Muslim country, and here's old Hendo going, oh, it's a fucking milk run, oh, it's a fucking dry air line. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, I don't know if anyone was listening. There's definitely not, not a lot of No, people. no one gives a shit except for Paul. <laughs> it's so funny. I wonder if he got his hair braided. If we, we have to do a proper official... Paul, uh, get your fucking hair braided. If you're going to be sitting on the beach in Seminyak, you need to get your hair braided. You get your hair braided, like official, I'll get like my hair braided. This year? What's that? He would win, I think. He's already... He's already. I mean, he basically won last year. He's going to win this year. What, what, what did he win? Listener of the year. Tw- 12 of oh, the year. You mean 12 of the year? 12 of the year, yeah. <laughs> With this effort... Fuck yeah. That's great. Strong. And you know what's really good when you go to Sevignac? Um, There's no smoky fucking seafood fires and shit like that. I like say one thing about what I'm looking at right now, because this has been repeating for about fucking 10 minutes. Yes, there's somebody pointing at the speaker. No. What? It looks shit. It looks like the fucking Redcliffe with a bit of fucking sand from South Brisbane. What the fuck is Absolutely. that? Like Absolutely. Absolutely. That, no, that's Sevignac. Fuck Seminyak. Have you been to Bali? No. And I don't want to after seeing this. Yeah. It, but it's cheap. Okay. You know, it looks like a shithole. It's, it's okay. I went there <laughs> once. I went to Phuket once, and that was a fucking shithole, and it looks very similar. Yeah. It's bad weather, uh, though. Oh, look, you know, it's winter. It's just fucking still in the southern. It's equatorial grey skies and shit. Yeah, it doesn't help, does it? Okay. But, you know, it's cheap and the food's good and the piss is cheap and go get rid of scooter. But you can't even do that anymore. You can't have sex in Bali anymore, I don't think. Only certain types of sex. I believe sounding is banned. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. This is fucking. Uh, this is going off the rails. Let's get to the questions. This will be a lot, a lot less inappropriate than whatever's coming out of you. Let's send it. All right. Twelve questions. You ready? Yeah, I think Adam so. Schell, top contributor. Which one? I don't know. Not this. Not that one. The other one. <laughs> Question: Colin, is anyone else looking forward to mix book release next month? The beer drinkers toolkit. I got a sneaky peek today while I interviewed him for our podcast, and it looks really good. Mick Wost. Wost? I, I don't know. It sounds good. Fucking, what's this? What's yeah, what's, on? sorry, what was the name of the book? It doesn't say. Okay. Mick's been doing a lot of prolific writing lately. Who's Mick? Uh, Is he one I, of the 12? No, maybe. Maybe. Fuck Mick, then. He writes for Crafty. Okay, well. And, what's that? Be one of the 12 then. Absolutely. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash boss and the brewer. Absolutely. Come and join us. Yeah. Come and join the conversation. The beer drinkers toolkit. That sounds like it sounds great. No, like apostrophe in the beer drinkers. That should have an apostrophe in there, shouldn't it? Beer drinkers toolkit. If it's a personal guide, it should be before the S or after the S if it's like a for everyone, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right. Yeah. Ready for the next question? I am. Mick, join the 12. 
that's that's the answer. yep please lee mccallister smiley this guy oh fuck that guy wondering about well wondering about the complete lack of lexicon lately well we had a post we did we did have a post fucking let me find that that was amazing it was an eight-year-old fucking can of um lexicon yeah here we go bevan howell Yep. I was looking for some paint in my shed and found that I painted my internal walls back Lexicon in 2013. Half. Boston the Brewer choice of paint, Lexicon Half. Oh, here I can see on my Facebook. It's Schooniversity. That's Mick. Schooniversity. Oh, I wonder which size Schooniversity is. Ask him. I'm going to um, reply to that comment with this thread that Lee has obviously not been paying attention to. Mm-hmm. That's That's like, his shit together. Uh, Absolutely okay. needs to get his shit together. Ready? Question number three. Uh, yep, Man go. Beer communities merging into threads, and will that change the social look and engagement of beer? Does he mean threads the new Instagram platform? Oh, yeah, the Twitter competition thing. Yeah. I, tr- I tried to get it. It's not on the store. I saw Zuckerberg's Facebook, and it's not on there. I think it's great. Have you got it? No. Why do you think it's great? Well, because Twitter's just a fucking dumpster fire. You think? Oh, wait, is it? Wait, it's here. I checked like an area. There it is. That's it. What is it? Threads. It's there. Where? Where? I'm Threads getting my username. On the app store. Dude, do you think Zuckerberg will do a better job with that than fucking Twitter? Zero chance. Wow. I checked like an hour ago and it wasn't here. It's just launched. So I think you log in with your Instagram and then you just like talk in words and shit. It's taking oh, threads from threads from Instagram. That's it. That's it. What do we got here? Early access threads Android. To, are you sure that's it? Did you? No, no, no. Not, a, not affiliated with oh, Threads by not Instagram. An, on Android. Yeah, see, Android, lame-ass shit. You don't get anything until like an hour. Shut up. Because you, know, you suck. This one, dude, this black one with this squiggly thing, that's it. Is it? Yeah, that's it. Right, so what is it? It's basically like, it looks like Twitter, but you log in with Instagram and all your, so all your friends and everyone on there, and you just communicate in words. So it's not Instagram. I see. I'm not, I'm not that excited about this, dude. I'm all about TikTok. It's so good. Fuck mm. Meta. Fuck Twitter. Fuck all of them. TikTok. Mm. Mm. Chinese spyware. That's where it's at. Mm. Do you follow my cooking account or no? Not on TikTok. Cook with Darren on TikTok. No. How many um, views you got now? Funny you should ask. I'll bring that right up. Um, how many followers or views? Both. Followers. 5,782. Okay. Views, almost zero on every single video except for this one that has 1.2 million. That's what that's what TikTok does, though. It's fucking shit. It just, like, all it does is the algorithm fucking um, spams your first video out. So no, you get the, no, dude. No, so you get the so you get the the woman fuzzy's like, oh, people are watching my shit. I'll just make 100%. it shit. It's the best. And then you get nothing afterwards. 
No, we got we got twelve thousand on one of them, but um, it's not a million. Not at one point two million. No, fucking still sounding it though. It's so it's, good. No, it's dumb. Best. TikTok is awesome. No. Oh, here we go. We're on. We're fucking. You know up. what it is? I'll, I'll share my screen. Fucking Let's no, no. It. It's the fucking poker machine of social media. Host disabled participant screen sharing. It is a poker machine of social media. You've, you've had the fucking, you've hit the fucking button. You've got the win, and you're going, yeah, my next win's coming up. I'll Allow me to share some shit. I'll post more shit. Screen. Here we fucking go. Yeah, you're hooked on fucking pokies. That's what. That's allow me to are. share screen. I'm going to do threads right now. Hey, oh, oh, I can let, let you share screen. Okay, sorry. Why you go? <laughs> I was just like, fucking hell. Where's my phone? iPhone. Here we go. There we go. Can you see it? Oh, am I looking at you? Am I looking at your phone? Can't see shit. I can't see shit. It says Jan Norris has started screen sharing. Good on you, mate. Can't see it. Follow the same, follow all. Wow. Follow all. Yeah. Share your whole screen, not just the app. No, I tried to. No, it's on my actual phone. Oh, it says loading. It's too slow. It's not working. It's slow. This sucks. I'm bored. Yeah, I'm completely bored. Fuck this. Okay, I'm out. Oh, it's like Twitter. Ooh. Interesting. All right. I know nothing about anything, but I think it's going to fail. When was the last time? How do I even exit this? How... Stop screen sharing. Okay. When was the last time Facebook made anything that people wanted and then not something they bought, but something they made? The yes. last time. They haven't made anything. They've always they acquired copy. shit. Like literally nothing. All right. That's amazing. Five million users in the first fucking 12 hours, first few hours. That's like zero. Facebook has like 3 billion users. That's nothing. Really? Yeah. Half the planet. Pretty much. All right. Tim Howard. Question. Did either of you shed a tear when Perez had his fastest lap pinched by Max's soft tire change? Oh, that's a great question. I really enjoyed the Austrian Grand Prix. I didn't watch it. I'll confess. No, you should. I think you should watch it. The quality was excellent. I the watched race was, the the sprint was okay. The race was really good. The whole weekend confused the fuck out of me to the point where I was like, I'm just not even watching. It's way too confusing. Why? Because everything shifted the day. You fucking weirdo. No, there's um, a fucking quality. And there's a sprint. There's a quality. Sprint, sprint, and the sprint the quality. Yeah, 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 fuck off. Just fucking pay attention. It's no one. It's I'm busy. I'm, I'm not Technical. that busy, but that makes work <laughs> hard. Um. The race was excellent. The um, uh, so many track limits violations. Everyone got mm. a five second penalty. It was fucking great. And then at the end, um, Verstappen Verstappen was twenty four seconds up, and it was twenty seconds to do a pit stop. And he goes and and the is the the Red Bull uh, strategy guy was uh, people were saying, nah, let's not do the. Um, Tire change for soft Up on who? Up on no, uh, no, uh, who was second? It was Hamilton. Oh, no. Oh, okay. So it wasn't Paris. Uh, it was Leclerc, I think, was second. And um, and 
So it was like 20 seconds to change pit and change tires, 24 seconds he was ahead. And it was like, if we fuck up this pit stop, we are going to be in a bit of strife. And that was the, the team, the team management was saying no. And Verstappen's going, come on, let's do it. So I literally did it on the last lap. And so basically pulled in, pitted, soft tires. The last, last lap he got fastest lap. So he basically got the clean sweep. So he's like fastest quality, won the sprint, won the sprint qualifying, won the race, fastest lap. Jesus, that's insane. You know, and so, I, you know, Formula One's really good to watch except for Red Bull at the moment because it's just oh, like I just I, every, I ignore them. Every year it's the same thing. Do you remember how Formula oh, One was so shit to watch because Mercedes won Mercedes every doing, single yeah, win? Exactly, yeah. So you know what happened before thing. Mercedes were winning every single race every fucking week? It was McLaren. It was Red Bull winning every fucking race every fucking week. Yeah, and then McLaren. That's it. That's F1. Yeah. Get used to it. And so that's the thing about F1 is that you can ignore, always ignore the first place team and the rest of it's really good to watch. I just love that Lewis is complaining about the fucking, how competitive the Red Bulls are and they're too fast. It's like, dude, you built your entire career. You're apparently the best of all time because you won yep. seven titles. No, you said the best mm. car and shit teammates for seven years. Yeah. Max at least is the best driver on the grid and he deserves every fucking thing he gets. Yes. What do you think about this new um, Brad Pitt F1 movie? They're filming it this weekend in Silverstone. Really? Yeah. They're filming the movie at the same time as the actual race. Yes, like he's got it. He's got his own like position in the pits with like Brad Pitt on the fucking thing. Brad Pitt in the pits. Sunny racer or whatever. Brad Pitt in the pits. Him. Say it. Yeah. They, okay. So Brad Pitt is in the pits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to happen if you say box, box, box to Brad Pitt? I mean, fucking Jesus. <laughs> Who knows? What kind of damage could be done? All right. Hopefully no one's listening. I know. This, this I know. All right. That's happening this weekend, Hendo. Tune in. <laughs> it's called Apex. Mm. That's the movie. Mm. Did you watch Did you watch the um Chris Hemsworth F1 Movie? Rush? No. No? <laughs> Rush about Nicky Lauder and um the Oh yes, I watched that. Guy. That was excellent. Yeah. 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 And James uh James um uh Hunt. James Hunt. James Hunt, yeah. Yeah, that was that movie was excellent. Yeah. So this is gonna be like a no, no, be a modern version of that. Mm. I'm keen. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's it, mate. No more news, right. no more F one. No more twelve questions. No more 12 questions. No more box. No more drugs. I'm going to have another beer. I'm probably not going to edit this tonight because fucking it's been going for like, I I'd actually don't ever edit these anyway. Mm, mm. Long form content. What's your next beer going to be? I've got this Newstead 2 to the Valley. Might drink oh, that. Yeah. Nice. I've got this new routine where, where we fucking exercise every day and like try to be healthy during the week. And this is like the first time I have a beer on Thursday nights. Yeah, I'm usually pretty good on weeknights and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, no, I'm good. All right, dude, let's wrap this up. See you next week. Cheers to the twelve. Please spread the message everywhere, especially yeah in Muslim countries. Is that the yeah? Join the Facebook group. 
Yeah, join the Facebook group, definitely. Hmm. Facebook.com. See you next week. Groups forward slash Postnobro. You got it. Yeah, well done. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, Wendy.